Hello, Debbie Downsiders. This is Gianmarco Cerezi. Um, we, look, here's what happened, okay? We recorded a bunch of episodes, and, and some people canceled, some people moved, blah, blah, blah. Suddenly, I looked at the thing, and I was like, oh, my fucking God, it's like eight, eight straight white cis men in a row. And I, I, I try to be good. I want to be good. And I said, well, all right, we got to mix it up. We got to, all right, we'll, we'll record this now. And we'll move this to later so we have some space. We'll mix it up so you don't have to hear just eight guys talking about cancel culture in a row. And uh, did not, did not uh, uh, work out in the sense of this episode, we make several references to how excited we are for the upcoming taxidermy episode, which I know you've heard enough about already, but it's only for a little and I promise it's some new stuff. And then it's, it's such a great episode. We're not going to do this again, okay? If I fuck up the booking, uh, we'll, we'll just deal with it. Maybe it'll be 50,000 women in a row. Who knows? But uh, thank you for listening. You know, ignore the mouse stuff. Uh, pass, pass forward five minutes. But it's fun. Uh, uh, and that episode got fucked anyway. So, so I want you to get everything you can from that experience. We have so many great episodes coming up. Uh, uh, Russell and I are about to be at Just for Laughs. It's a huge comedy festival. It frankly feels like a mistake that they let us do a show. But if you are in Montreal, please, please go see that show. It is on July 26th at 2.30 p.m. in Montreal. We have uh, uh, so many things coming up. Thank you for being a Debbie Downsider. If you haven't joined the Patreon, just join the Patreon, even if you just want to support you know, I had, a, I had a, a comedy friend. They said uh, what a lot of podcasts do is they put the first hour of their episode on the main feed. And then, like, at the end, they go, if you want to hear the rest, join the Patreon. And they told me, they said, oh, this is so effective. It, it boosted my Patreon subscribers. And I said, fuck that shit. I don't want to, to, to be splitting up my art to force people to doing it. But... Who knows? I could someday if the Patreon doesn't doesn't get moving. So please check it out. Patreon.com slash downside. Thank you for listening. Thank you for, for sharing your your complaints. Email me any this has got to stops if you want us to talk about them on the show. Uh, the downside WGS at gmail.com. And uh, uh, I'm about to fly to motherfucking Fort Wayne, where there are zero Debbie downsiders, except for me. Enjoy. The Downside. Welcome to The Downside. My name is Jamarco Cerezi, uh, and I'm here with my co-host, Russell Daniels. Hi, Jamarco. Wow. A little... It's hot in here. It's I hot? I noticed a little bit. Yeah, the AC is behind the fridge. It's, mm. it's a lot it's to turn not, it on. We don't have to turn it on today, but I'm saying, I'm saying it now because summer's coming, <laughs> and we will have to figure this out at some point. You just got to start wearing tank tops like me? No. Okay. Uh... <laughs> I just hired a task rabbit to install an AC at my place. Really? And why? What do you mean? What do you, you don't you always you have think, like just get Tova to do it? You mean? <laughs> no, but like it's you just. Have, I remember your AC. I don't remember it being. We just got a better elaborate. AC for the bedroom. Oh, okay, okay. And uh, it was one of those task rabbit you. You're pay worried about hour. falling out. Oh, it's horrifying. Yeah, okay, okay. I'll kill someone. I'll yeah. be the first to do it. You know, I was in an apartment once uh, that when it happened, but it fell into an alley, so it didn't hurt oh. anyone. I, I didn't do it. It was my, one of my roommates. But um, How far up? Two floors. 
Jesus Christ. Smash. That's enough. Jimmy, you ever, do you install air conditioners? You, you I, I just close the window on them. I don't do like, you know, I don't get technical. Usually just no screw. Just I installed it in my old apartment and I kept having nightmares truly of where I, I woke up. I remember having this nightmare once and I wake up, there's red and blue on my on my walls, lights flashing. And I look at the wall and it's empty. Oh, no. And it fell on one of those, you know, the, where they're like a bunch of kindergartners on a little like chain. Oh my! It fell on all of them, wiped out the whole. <laughs> and the police were already there. They already knew. The police you were already done there. It. They knew it was me. Would you get in oh. trouble for that? Probably, like, it, like second degree or like some manslaughter. Type <laughs> second thing. degree air conditioner falling. No, but you know, involuntary like manslaughter. Like involuntary sure. manslaughter, something like that. I think so. I think about that a lot. It must happen all the time in New York, but I don't hear about it that much. No, I think it's only happened. I looked it up. It only happened once that it actually fell on someone Hit and killed someone. them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Once? Which is shocking. From how That's high fair. was that? I, I Do don't know. Oh, I want to know all the details. That That is because you don't think about it. And then every so often I'll have a day where that's all I think about when I walk around New York is things falling. Cause they, things do fall on people. I remember reading about this businesswoman one time in Midtown and I think fell on her? I forget, but something fell on her and she died. Oh. And I was like, she was like close to retirement. And I was like, that sucks to like oh. work all your life that an early retirement. in New York <laughs> and then be like a thing falls in your head, you know? Yeah. But you don't know. It's, a it's good like way that to go. other woman that died. She got killed by a shark. In Maine, and they never had a shark fatality oh. in Maine, or something like it was that. Like a year or two. Yeah, ago. Yeah, 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 yeah. Close to retirement, yeah. w- businesswoman in New York. I'm telling you, these business. That's crazy because every York. every yeah. family member who tells that story, they they're like, "Oh, she got eaten by a shark." They're like, "Was she in Hawaii? No, in Maine." In Maine, right. she probably had been swimming in those waters for like every summer for decades, you know. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, a great white shark eats her. I feel like Jimmy. People must ask you. <laughs> To do a lot of <clears throat> physical tasks. Oh yeah, because yeah. because you're a janitor. I am a task rabbit. Yeah, you are a task rabbit. No, but like by you know, you're like an unpaid task. I'm paid, but yeah, I'm a ta- yeah. Oh sure, it's like one of those things. Like friends, they they like they're like, hey, could you do this? And you're like, listen, ten people asked me today. Oh, outside of work, like yeah, yeah, yeah. People don't know I have no skills. Like I can clean, but I don't have like the maintenance skills. You know what I mean? Oh really? Mm. Yeah, I'll put in a work order. You know, I put in a task rabbit order pretty much. I'll yeah. just, you know, because it, it, like, that wasn't part, part of the job, it was just cleaning pretty much. Maybe small, ta- like, I could put in a screw into something, but. Hey, that's a skill. That That's about it, you know? I'm not, like, repairing too many things. Yeah. You know? It, that's why it's very, it's very, like, janitorial cleaning, you know? That type of thing. Well, for those who don't know, this is the downside where we talk about. Things falling on people randomly, uh, who are just about to retire. Mm-hmm. Uh, we we this is a place where if you're feeling sad, listen to this, and you'll feel better because you're not you're not us, and you're alive, and nothing fell on you today. But maybe tonight, we're here with stand-up comedian, still janitor, still a janitor, still yeah, a janitor yeah. as well, yeah, yeah. Jimmy Cash. Yes. I uh, uh, before we kick off this theme music, I gotta ask you you do a lot of videos about. Uh, people shitting in the urinal. And has that ever happened? <laughs> oh, yeah. For real? Oh, yeah. Have you ever is shit it, in a urinal? No, no. Is it kids? It's, I think. Adults? I've never seen, I've never caught anybody in the act, oh. so I'm assuming. Are they doing it to be a, a prank or they just couldn't make it in time? That is, that or there's is. there's not one available. Maybe this stall's full, you know? Occasionally you see stuff in a bathroom and you go like, how did this happen? 
And then as you get older, you start to find out. I got to be honest, <laughs> shitting in a urinal, I can't logistically make it make sense. In I've my seen head. somebody, I've seen somebody peeing backwards into a urinal, but not at school, but at like a, what does at that like mean? a bar. <laughs> what do you mean? Their penis, I thought they were shitting, they, but they were just peeing backwards. They had, they were they talking. They touched their penis. Oh, they, it was yeah. under. In they were just head, really they were drunk. Over. Yeah, no, they were just really drunk. <laughs> and they cool. were, were they doing it as a bit or I think they were just, just yeah, drunk, drunk having confused. fun, having They're fun. They're having fun, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, I don't. <laughs> but were they bent over all the way, or they just had like a long dick, like a hose they underneath kinda, they the They were legs? sitting and they had it tucked, and they were kind of—they weren't really hitting, you know. They weren't, you know. They were. It was hitting. messy. Yeah. I didn't watch for too long. <laughs> I would watch the whole thing. <laughs> you should put it on TikTok, and that would have gone viral immediately. I know. Uh, but I, can you imagine shitting in a urinal? Can you imagine logistically? Yeah, I can't. I can't imagine at all. I feel because like I miss. I pee, I pee a little when I poop. Yeah. You know, yeah, okay. <laughs> Jesus um, Christ. So God forbid this is someone's first episode. Where does that oh happen? Go start with our episode with art critic Jerry Saltz <laughs> and then move your way into Russell saying he beats a little when he poops. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> this is the downside. Uh. You're listening to The Downside, the downside. with John Marco Cerezi. Um, well, Jimmy, before we get to your all your downsides, I do want to introduce uh, the the newest member of of the downside team. Can you hold this real quick, Russell? Just hold it from the base, really gentle. Hold it up like you're presenting it. This is a Jerry Squeakfeld. This is my taxidermied mouse. Is that a real mouse? That's a real mouse that I made yesterday. I took a taxidermy class, oh. and he loves you, Russell. Get <laughs> away! I hate that. Uh, I t- I took a class. A taxidermy class. What was uh, that mouse like before you touched it? Alive. No, no, no. Was it, I mean, it was dead, but did you have organs? No, he was already in the stand-up pose and everything. <laughs> I just put the mic in his hand. Uh, we are going to have a taxidermist on the show soon. And so our amazing producer, Paige Asachika, and I went to uh, uh, find her online, uh, Gotham underscore taxidermy, I believe. Uh, and we, we made a taxidermy mouse. It's impressive. I... Uh, Russell, I don't know if you could have handled it. No. I could barely. Here's, so here's how the class started. Is I didn't have to skin the mouse. Because you know this is empty. Like, this is not... There's no mouse inside of this mouse. No, I know. But the first part she showed us... She's basically... It's like an arts and crafts type thing. That's what... It's like, it's like someone who does miniatures. But it's with dead, dead animals. Was everyone have a mouse? Did everyone have so a mouse? So it's me and three other people. Uh-huh. And we went to uh, her art studio, and there was, like, all these different... She specializes in birds. And it's it's crazy. Like, a zoo will give her a, a, a flamingo that died from an illness, but they want the bones back, so she's got to skin it and then send back the bones. And and we signed up for the mouse workshop. There's all sorts yeah. of workshops. I didn't get any discount for this, so I do recommend it. And uh, first she showed us how to... to, to you okay? Yeah. She showed us how to skin the the mouse. And this is the part I don't think I could have done. Right. Though I would pay, because I always, whenever I watch Survivor, I'm like, could I? Could I eat a mouse or mm. a rat or a fish even, or would I die? You could eat fish. Yeah. You could do it too? You could eat a fish. I'm but I'm saying. saying, like, could you take the fish and get over your squeamishness and, and skin the fish? I mean, not right now, but probably if I was starving. Mm-hmm. What know? about this? 
I mean, I guess anything eventually. I think I'd die. I think I'd die. <laughs> I really do. I, I don't think I have it in me. Uh, but but she showed the skinning, and this is very upsetting for some people, I'm sure. But it was uh, that's the horrifying part. That's where she showed you a mouse and showed you how to like. Take she was out- doing this live, or it was a video? Live in front of us. How Just many to show mice us. does she have oh. around? A lot of mice. Dead? Mice are yeah, they were all dead. Yeah, we didn't watch them. It's funny that you could create this. Like you couldn't eat one, but you would play with a dead mouse, you know, and, and decorate yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. that's impressive. Yeah. yeah, and you you basically it's you you see what's on the inside, and that's the hardest part. Mm-hmm. And and she like like to scoop out. Oh God, it's horrifying! Like to scoop out the head, you have to push the the face like fully inwards, and then take oh, little no. tweezers and pull it out. <laughs> and again, it's very much like arts and crafts. It's like building a doll's house or a little train set, but it's with dead mice. And uh, uh, again, the mouse was going to get eaten by a snake if not this. I have a question. Mm-hmm. Yes. Go ahead. What is her main <laughs> business? Like, I know I, I got to ask this to her in person, but like. I figure, is it a lot of, is it 90% deer heads? Is it 90% deer heads? She specializes, well, she like, specializes in killing animals and then just no, no, she doesn't kill them. running these workshops. So, so when your cat dies, yeah. if, if your cat's these less are than all mice 15 pets? pounds or less. No, no, these, these were just mice that they were going to sell for snakes. Okay, that, I'm saying that, that they, okay. You get them okay, wholesale. Okay. And uh, <laughs> if your cat is under 15 pounds or less, that's her limit, you can... For like a lot of money, send it to her, and she will take the skin off your cat no. and make a, a taxidermy Louis. So you always oh. have your cat with you. No, I hate that. But that's what her main <laughs> business is: is like cats and like small I don't know dogs. Where, I don't know where the amount of money comes from. Uh, where right, the most well, we money talks for her, I guess. But it's like, but it's like high art pieces, and it's flamingos, right. and it's again, she's not killing any of these animals. Sometimes it's like roadkill, I think, uh-huh. or wow. it's like in in in. Uh, New York, it's very illegal to even get dead birds. If you found, if you pick up a feather off the ground, apparently that's like illegal. You know, don't, don't don't trust me on this. Don't go to the police officer with this. But it's like complicated. Okay. It's like imagine dealing with arts and crafts, but where all of your items like have very heavy uh, legality and rules around them. Uh-huh. I asked her like if I wanted to, for example, when I <laughs> when I die, I would want you to put me in your home. Okay. My whole body, and she said it's very complicated. It is. Do I, humans? I, Should they get I, humans? She I don't think human. there is oh. humans. I don't. Have you ever heard of a human being taxidermied? <laughs> I I feel like we would know about it. Yeah. Maybe in a different country. <laughs> I don't think so. I mean, we have mummies. Sure, but right. I don't think we have human. How would they maintain the skin? And the well, that's what you go to the ad- class for. Is she said it's harder with human skin? Uh, uh, because you kept in alcohol or something. You yeah, like kept see, in a jar. it looks oh, dry yeah. and looks, you know, we couldn't keep your rosy glow. Yeah. But if you died, I would love to change it to a podcast where my co-host is a, <laughs> is a taxidermied, my taxidermied friend just sitting here. That would be fun. No. So we're going to have her soon, but, but look her up. Gotham taxidermy and uh, uh, yeah, I really love this mouse. Put it away. And I'm, I'm gonna put. I think I'm gonna put like on the camera or something. Perfect. Do you deal with a lot of dead mice as a janitor? A lot of live mice. Yeah. Live. Yeah. Yeah. How do you kill them? Uh, I don't like it. I don't. I they ask me to, but I that, again another thing that I kind of try to pass the buck on, like not 
<laughs> I'll clean a toilet. I'm not, I'll call the mouse, the, the pest control people, uh-huh. you know? And then the guy shows up and he hands me sticky traps. Yeah. And I'm like, mm-hmm. okay. I don't like the sticky traps. I found them on there. I found one once last summer and I tried to free him. And it was a disaster. Okay. How did you try to free him? First of all, why? why? That's the point of the sticky trap. I didn't like, well, I didn't, here, what do you do? You find one that just got caught and he was like moving the trap. And I'm like, I took him outside and I sprayed him with a hose. But the only thing that happened was he got really wet. It was like I was waterboarding him pretty mm. much. And it it was just, and I like, I was like, looked up to this. I was like, why God? Like, you know, what do I do? Yeah. Should I put him out of his misery now? Do I let him, do I know he's just going to, they could be there for like three days on the sea yeah. trap. Yeah. So what do you do? What did you do? I hit him with a shovel. Oh my God. Did you put him in a bag first or did you just witness well, it? Well, the, the trap can fold into like a hot pocket. It looks like a hot pocket. You know, it really, literally need- like a hot pocket and that, sorry, this is, this is, <laughs> no, we're going to need trigger warning from people on this episode. Um, the I don't understand the sticky ones. I don't. It just seems like a an awful invention. It is. So I I stop doing. It. I go. I don't want to deal with it. But then the all the pest control guy comes, hands me the things, and I call, and he goes, "Have you caught any?" And I want to be like, "How about you go catch him?" Yeah. yeah. They they do get pretty. They come to my apartment once a month, and they just give me sticky traps, and then right. they spray a little spray. That I'm sure it took years off my life, decades off my life. Absolutely. Do you have a Do you have a exterminator person? No. Oh, I mean, maybe the building does, but we it, it hasn't been a thing. I mean, we're on the sixth floor. What too. kind of traps are you using? We don't have traps. We don't have a, we don't we have, don't have any mice. We don't in our building. No, it's a new, newer building. It's like you know. Oh, get ready. When for when? At some point, <laughs> it's, it's inevitable. They're, They're coming. coming. They always come. They might already be there. Let me tell you, not this building. You don't know. Not <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> I did the I did the humane mouse traps for a long time, and they're a real pain in the fucking ass. You yeah, gotta, I would yeah. go bring them by the bridge and just let them out, and they come right back in. They come right back in. Yeah. I caught one live and like in a classroom during class, caught it, and I freed him into the dumpster. Oh, because I figured. He'd have like an abundance of things to rummage through, and you know, mm-hmm. and then who knows from there? He might live a lot. He might yeah, yeah, get yeah. sent out to like an island of trash and just like live it up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Wait, where do you? Where are you a janitor? In uh, it's Worcester, Massachusetts. It's wow. like Central Mass. Yeah. In a school? Elementary. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> what what grades is this? It's pre-K through six. So also it's. Uh, Damn. Ages. That's, yeah. that's a messy. That's a messy group. It's a lot. Yeah. A lot. It's a lot. So it tell smells. us how you. How did you get into the field of, of, of janitorial? You're gonna barf. I, I no, would love a lot it. of barf. I said. Oh, a lot of barf. Like oh, yeah, kids yeah. are always throwing up. Just so you age. know. Yeah. I have an internal goal for you, you to throw, throw up. up on this uh, podcast. <laughs> Just it would have one to be really time. Bad. Yeah. That would be the cliff. He already looks like it he's getting nauseous. It's rarely from talking about something. It has. It's usually a texture or a smell thing that really gets me going. Mm. Gagging, you know. We'll see yeah. the taxidermy episode. We're like you ever, you know, right. in like the sink when you've like, when, I can't even say it. Oh, no. When you like are done with the cat food dish and you like, it's oh. that little. Oh, <laughs> oh no! So close, so close. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Uh, um, where were you born? Worcester. Yeah. Worcester. Oh yeah. Is that a fun place to live? No, not good. Not at all. Yeah. What's bad about it? Well, I mean, it's come a long way. It's one of those like you know second. 
class cities out and like kind of like it was an old industrial like mm-hmm. you know oh, back in the you should have been here back in the 30s this place was rocking you know what yeah. i mean like, what was it known for a particular industry ah uh, like barbed wire or something you know just barbed stuff. wire <laughs> that is bleak <laughs> yeah barbed wire and like sticky kni- traps knives, just guns. a real seriously hellhole. yeah and uh yeah so it was like it's it's had one of those like uh you know it's 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 been revitalized a little bit yeah you know had a little renaissance, but not much, you know? It's Diverse. close enough to Boston. Oh, yeah. It is? It's the second biggest city in New England, so... Oh. Yeah, it really is, yeah. It's, uh... I know, but it's, it's definitely kind of... It's depressing. It's just not near the ocean, so... Yeah. It's an hour outside of Boston, just about under an hour, you uh-huh. know? So, you know, you're close enough to that. You got... It's diverse as can be, yeah. It's got, you know, everything, but it's just kind of, you know... Good family? Uh... Yeah, yeah, there was likely yes uh, and no. Parents together? No, no, they never were. They never were. Never were. Yeah, I, they like they dated and like messed around. You know. Yeah, but, yeah no, clearly yeah, they messed well, around. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but when you were a kid, were you raised in a house with both of them or no? No, no. Were you going back and forth or just one parent? A little back and forth, a little back and forth action. You know, my dad lived with his parents. Uh-huh. You know. How was, old were they when they had you? My mom was in her early 20s. She was okay. in a halfway house. It get real dark. She was pregnant with me in a halfway a woman's halfway house. Now, what what does a halfway house mean exactly? Like 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 getting sober, like long term, like you live there for like 6 months. Is it a government funded thing? Uh I think some people can go like I think like you can have health insurance. I don't know what they did back then, but like health insurance might help. But you can also get in if you have, like, mass health, you know? It's like out of detox, they find you somewhere to go long-term to, like, really settle into the yeah, yeah. sober lifestyle, you know? So she's getting sober. She she gets pregnant. Yeah. She's at the halfway house pregnant. Yeah. And then were you were you living at the halfway house when you were born? Or did she... W- no. Where'd you go from there? She went... My grandparents, like, renovated the attic apartment. Mm. No pun intended. She was an attic, but she the attic apartment above that he lived in. Like my grandfather owned a two family, third floor was an attic, and they renovated it and put us up there. Uh huh. Yeah. So I lived there with her, and she was like sober the first several years of my life, like really good, like running and all the years that you didn't have a memory of. Yeah. <laughs> she was like, I used to be so sober, sweetheart. Yeah, she you loved, have no idea. Exactly. That was the best. That's exactly what she does. Uh, yeah. I, loves to bring up those years. When did she start drinking again? Uh, I think there was a couple dabbles here and there, and then she started chasing my dad. My dad was doing heroin, so we, <laughs> we know heroin. These two guys, guys, we know we know all know about heroin? Yeah. The, the, the the black dragon. Is that what it's called? Oh my god, black tar. What Ch- black tar chasing the dragon. Ch- is that is that I think term for heroin? Smo- I think that's like smoking heroin. Heroin, which nobody does. That's what I heard. There was a time people smoke it like a. Oh, like no. I think people try like to a, do anything. You know, yeah, they just, just put it every. Let's port. try to smoke it this time. What, what about the ear? Let's give it a shot. Yeah. So your dad's doing heroin. Your mom's yeah. like, I'm gonna get into some of that. Or yeah, must have tried it before that. So, I don't know. I don't know. But she started. But they're not together at this point. At this point, no. no. He used to come over once in a while. Okay. You know, spend the night here and there. And the yeah, yeah, you yeah. know what I mean. Do you remember yeah. him from those those ages coming over, being yeah. like, "Hey, son." Yeah. Yeah. Did you, back then, did you did you love him? Did you see yeah. him as your dad? Oh, I thought he was the coolest. I didn't know much. I just thought, because I was raised 
with him not there. So, like, he was just a cool guy I got to see sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they were like, sometimes they'd be like, oh, he's away, you know, and then he'd come around and be like, oh, it's Mr. Cool Guy. My mom would resent that, though, you know, because I liked him, but she, you know. Would he take you, he'd be like, here's a toy, or let's go out get ice cream? He was a janitor, too. He was a janitor? Yes, so I'd go hang out with him at the school at night sometimes, Uh huh. you know, or we'd go up on the roof and, like, watch the fireworks on the 4th of July. Oh, the 4th of July, yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> I thought, like, in Worcester, there's fireworks every <laughs> just night. Just every other night, yeah. You I feel like that would be cool as a kid to be in, like, yeah. an empty school. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was cool, you know, just wander around. And then he got fired because he uh, robbed the cafeteria. <laughs> uh, of food or money? Yeah, food. A food? Yeah. Like, that yeah. should be a in freebie. A, in a fun way. Like, a lot. A oh, truckload. Okay. A, a Wait, heist. A oh, that's a heist. A heist? Okay. A heist? Yes. That's not like I'm hungry at work. No. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You <laughs> no. thought it was like an applesauce here. I thought there. it was like, yeah, <laughs> it, he, was it like, was, he was like working and he's like, you know, I'll just take yeah. whatever yeah, they yeah, got yeah. In, in the freezer today. Do you mean you know? he really he took a he took a truck? He took he, a city truck that they had at the school. He stole the truck too? Loaded it up, brought it down to the project, sold it to the there was a there was a market there. I don't know if he thought And that's this where through. he used to buy his heroin. So he sold it to the market. And what kind of school food? Yeah, a bunch yeah. of heroin addicts eating goldfish on the side of the street. <laughs> but did he it steal was turkeys? The, did he sell the truck too? No, he, he left it. He left it on the side of the road. Oh my god! I don't know. It was a truck of the school that he worked at. Yes, yeah, I don't know if he thought yeah. this through. No, he didn't. <laughs> How old were you when this happened? Oh, I must have been like I don't know seven or something. I didn't know about it really when it happened. What's the you know? profit margin on selling loose oh, OJ cartons? A couple bags of heroin, dude. You know? Yeah. I mean, it's just like, who can't? They think in terms of like the next high. So. Did, he, did he get arrested or just um, lose his job? I think he just lost his job. He got arrested for all this stuff. He might No, he probably got arrested. Uh-huh. My, he had a father that like squashed a lot of shit. Had some city connections. Oh. So he was always getting out of trouble, you know? Yeah. Did his father, was he like doing heroin or was he like put together? He had his shit together. put together. Yeah. Uh, and how Poli- did he have city connections? Politician. Politician. Well, he was a IRS guy. <gasps> so he had ties with all the city. He was like in, as far as Worcester goes, he was like a, he was like a, you know. This feels a, like a Hunter Biden, Joe Biden situation. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, just to a different scale. your dad get on the other side of the tracks, if you will? Like, on uh, the, uh, like what happened that he was kind of like, I don't know. Did it's funny you ask that. It's funny you ask, because he grew up, like, I feel like everyone that my mom and dad went to high school with, like, really, like, in the 70s, that a lot of, a big group of them got into that shit. Like, and he, my mom always says she thinks, because he was in a fire when he was little, in the woods, he tried to put it out up the street from him. There was like kids started a big fire. Then he tried to put it out, but he got burnt so bad. He was in the hospital for three months, and they had oh him. On, they had him on morphine. Oh. And her theory is that was the trigger. He yeah. was on morphine for like three yeah. months, and he didn't start the fire. He just saw a bunch of kids making. He a probably fire. started it. I don't know, <laughs> but he had like a Freddy Krueger. Le- like his whole leg was wow. like from top to bottom. He had like skin grafts. So, oh god, he was in there like for a while on morphine and. You know, maybe that's where you got the taste for the, you know, I don't know. Yeah. Wow. Because his, his brother, his he had two brothers and a sister, and they kind of did all right. Sure. But he was just like the the bad seed, you know? Yeah. And, uh, yeah. So he, he, he loses this job. How old were you when that happened? 
I had to be like six or seven, maybe. Was it something you were cognizant of, like, my dad did a bad thing? No, I didn't know much about it, but I knew he was in and out of, like, rehabs. And so I'd go visit him at halfway houses, you know. What is a, is, is a halfway house, like, a nice apartment building, or is it it's, scary? It's kind of like, in, in New England, a lot of them are, like, really big old Victorian houses that they turn nice. into, like, rooming houses. Mm-hmm. And, and they have, like you know, programs and, you know, they just live there and, uh, they have them all over the, they're like everywhere. Yeah. So it was like every weekend was like, Oh, we're going to see dad at the, you know, halfway all over New England, you know? Yeah. So we got to see New England was halfway houses pretty much. And was your mom like, were they at this point, were they dating on and off? Like was your, did your mom go out on other dates or was she, she went out on other dates. Yeah. There was some guys that came around, Mm -hmm. you know, definitely some guys tried to court. My mother. How did you feel about it when you were a kid? Uh, were you like this? I is- was pretty laid back about. It. I was always like cool, like attention. I yeah. guess when I was real little, it's vague. You know that part's kind of vague. Like oh, this is cool, and then uh, dude, it just it got it did get crazy. Like shit got. Crazy. Tell me. Like my so she started doing heroin with him at some point. With like, your dad. When I was in second grade. So the halfway houses aren't doing they're their, not doing the they're trick. They're not doing the trick. No. It's kind of just like you get in trouble. All right, I'll go there. I'll go there. Get everyone off my you, back. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. come back and try to yeah. get it going again, but try to control it. So sure. I got, I got it this time. So they, uh, they start, when, once my mom started doing it, like shit just went south. That's when things went haywire. How old were you about? You like said second, second grade. Second grade, going into third, around then. And- how did you find out about this? I started to notice. I have these memories. Is this too depressing? No. This is exactly. the downside. This is the downside. By the way, if you're enjoying <laughs> yeah. the show, join the Patreon. Yeah. Patreon.com yeah, yeah. slash downside. Yeah. Heroin, dead mice, <laughs> uh, morgue. We got it all. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, we'd love to hear it. Um, I, I, I have a very distinct memory of noticing when my mom, because I didn't understand drugs totally. Like well, I grew you were up, in second grade. My yeah. grandparents lived downstairs. They were in AA, though. Yeah. So I was exposed to, like, AA at a young age, too. They would drag me to meetings. I'd sit in the back, you know, play with the ashtrays. I used to smoke in the meetings and, you know. And you understood, <clears throat> like... They kind of tried to explain it to me when I was young. Like, you, you know, we had... Was it... Were, were AA meetings... Like, are they very emotional? Are people... Or is it, like, kind of boring? Is it people just, like, I had a tough day today? Or is it, like, people, like... They would tell... They would, Back then, it would be like a speaker would go up, tell his story, and I'd hear some crazy shit, you know? Yeah. And uh, for me, my grandparents treated it, it was almost like Teen Wolf, like, where they're like, you ha- you might have this, too, you know? Oh, yeah. I was warned very early, like, you... Addiction. Did they say to you, like, out. don't... Did they try to be like, don't ever drink? Yeah. Or they tried that? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't like that. Yeah. They yeah. were right, but I didn't. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, you got to find out yourself. No, 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 aneurysm there um i imagine i i no i would go mom are you my real mom because i knew she was different you could tell she remembers that too yeah and she said what do you crush her what do you think you saw like just the way that she was talking to you weirdly i think her complexion changed i mean you've seen people on the street like when they're high 
right? I mean, like, yeah. on heroin. Like, you can yeah. see that but they, But she like, used to, so, like, it wasn't like this. Like, uh-huh. They were doing, like, they were doing speed balls. It was coke and heroin. They'd oh shoot God. it up together. So when I, so she was never, like, she was kind of, she just was different. I don't even know what the effect of a speed right. ball is. You're getting a downer and an upper at the same time. It's yeah. insane. A speedball is now. Is this for? Do you yeah. do you burn this? Uh, cook this in a spoon? Yeah, cook and heroin together. Put it in the needle. Shoot it up. Yeah, I know. How do you make sure it's not too hot? Every time <laughs> I see that, I'm always like, "What if it's really hot?" And you're like, "Ow, ow, ow, ow!" As it's going through your whole body. Are you yeah. telling me that's not a thought you yeah. had? No. Blow on it a little Can't bit. Can't you blow on it? <laughs> like it's soup. <laughs> yeah. I. Uh, so. Yeah. So she's. Oh God, it's 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 tough. Uh, and were, did it scare you as a kid? Yeah. Oh yeah. I would have dreams. I I remember the dreams. I would have dreams of two moms, all the time. Oh God. And I'd be like, like one's bad, one's good. I didn't know. You know, that's how my brain was processing this. I think. You know. And you didn't have any siblings to talk with. No. Or like no. You know. No. Kind of being this with no it was very weird because my grandparents who lived downstairs at this point had retired into florida yeah and they uh, rented out the apartment to someone else so it was just her and i upstairs and things just went started to spiral you and know? at that age did you were you able to connect that to oh she's putting something inside her body like did you make the full connection of no. of did you ever see her do it no, when I made the connection, there was, she said all of a sudden all these people were around that I'd never seen before. Yeah. Like, well, like, like uh, the first time I saw someone doing it was another. There was a lot of custodians, janitors around. It's a weird thing. I feel like that that class that my dad graduated with, a lot of them became janitors for the public schools, and they all went to high school together, and they all ended up on heroin. It was really weird. But the first time I saw someone doing it was this other janitor named Bees. Who was hanging out at the house, very janitorial, the bees, heroin. So I opened the bathroom door and he had the needle in his arm. He was oh like, my He's like, get the fuck God. out of here. And I was like, whoa. You know? And then I just like went back to like, you know, watching whatever was, you know, playing with my toys, G.I. Yeah. You know? G.I. I don't know. Man, that yeah. is dark. Imagining, it's hard to imagine going over. You're going to go over a friend's house and shoot up some heroin. <laughs> and then you're like, damn it. Their kid walked in on right. me doing it. Like, yeah. that is, it's a lot of, you know, I'm just imagining, like, going over to our friend Jessica's house. <laughs> and you're the one doing heroin? And then the Margo opens the door and is, I'm like, oh, oh. you know, like, oh. Get the fuck out of here. Get the yeah. fuck out of here, Margo. Yeah. Uh, now, why, I, I guess, like, do did your mom become friends with them because like they needed to get heroin together? I think they, maybe, or they, yeah. It they was had something like that. to talk about. Like they could be like, "Hey, did you try or today's not talk batch? about?" You know, that's <laughs> yeah, heroin. Like, uh, I imagine you I, just need people who won't judge you for your addiction, yes. who are your friends. Yeah, yes. Well, you all end up in the same circle, and then things start getting like hairy. You know, like she started sleeping with a dude that like my dad introduced her to that was in the, you know, in the cipher. Of people and and was she like like sleeping with him for heroin or like I she liked know. him? No, or? he was doing it too. Yeah, you know. And she started like uh, this is when I started noticing her. Like when I knew she was on drugs, would be like she'd get me up in the middle of the night. We'd go down to that projects where my dad sold all the turkeys and food, and like she'd go buy drugs in the middle of the night. Did she bring you? Yeah. 
rather yeah. than leave him home alone. Well, which is worse at this point? Well, I don't know which I, one's. I know. No, that's funny because it was both. She did both. She tried. One time she left me in the car while she went in, locked the doors, and I like I was like half asleep. Like she put me in the car. I was oh sleeping. I woke God. up to like all these like Spanish guys knocking on the door. Like they couldn't even speak English. They're all like. You know, speaking Spanish, they were probably trying to see if I was all right. Yeah, well, that's nice. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I you, didn't know. You didn't I was know just what's like, going on. Kid. I was just like, You're scared. What the fuck? Yeah, yeah. You know, and then uh, then she would leave me alone. My uncle, who was like, like uh, Captain America, he'd just come over and try to like take me when I was. Uh, he'd try to catch me alone. He knew she was doing this. He caught on. This is her brother. Her brother. Uh huh. And it, she used to. You know, when we'd hear him coming up to see us, she'd call me into her bedroom and say, just be quiet. Like, he'd come in, he'd go through the lock with the credit card, and he'd walk in, and he'd, you know. And then one time he caught me alone there, and he took me, but... He he, he said, get in the car. Yeah, he And took were me. you of the mind, you were like... I was just like, all right. I don't yeah. know what I was. I was kind of... Like, did your mom ever say to you, like, when when my brother's around, don't talk about... Don't talk about the Spanish guys knocking on the window. <laughs> yeah. Like um, or like, did she ever ha- did she ever talk to you about it, or did she just ex- just bring you along and you just were alone with your thoughts of like this is this feels wrong? If, alone with my thoughts, pretty much. The only thing she specifically told me not to do was, or the only instruction she gave me was like when people called the house, ever was to say she was in the shower. And like my uncle would call, and it was always she's in the shower. And then to the point where I'd answer the phone, they'd be like. She in the shower, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then he, she, he had to get me back because he took me, and they couldn't prove anything, like with social services. So he was he was trying to get the government involved yeah. to get yeah. custody of you. Yeah, yeah. And they were like, "You can't prove it." She showed up in the middle of the night with like at their house. They lived in like a town outside of Worcester, and she uh-huh. showed up in the middle of the night. And then the cops, the next day, we had to meet at the police station so that they could give me back back to her and I remember being like this isn't right like that's when I knew like I felt safer with him I was like this yeah. feels wow. bad did, did you he, did he have kids did he have, yeah, yeah he had two kids yeah the younger like yeah 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 they were like toddlers you know man were you were you how old were you at this point like third grade how long did this go on for before there was some sort of there was a year oh about a year of just like escalation uh-huh. and then he finally caught me one night where she left a note, and that was proof enough. She left a note on the TV, like, I'll be back. And then and then he used that as, like, proof to, like, get custody of me. Okay, so she left a note like, saying to you, I'll yeah. be right back. Yeah, yeah. And then he came in before she got back. Yeah. And that note yeah, was that enough? Yeah, up, I guess so. Yeah, I'll be back, love mom. And it was, like, in the middle of the night, and they used that. Because I woke up a few times, like, no one was there, and I was like, I was terrified because what was did you do grade. at that age? I did remember, you just watch TV I, until someone came and got you? <laughs> no, I was too scared. It was dark. I was scared of the dark. I ran downstairs and knocked on the tenant's door on the first floor, and he didn't answer. And I just ran back upstairs like, huh? <laughs> "What the oh fuck?" You know? How, what was like the longest she like was on a know. bender? I don't know. I don't even know. But he got me. He got custody of me. He got full custody. Tem- you were temporary. In third yeah. grade. Third grade. Then, and you went with. With him. him till when? Not long, because my grandparents moved back from Florida because uh-huh. they heard about all this. Because even before that, they came back because even before that, I 
Is this too crazy? No, I don't. Right. No, so my mom. I mean, it is too crazy. One it's time, a horrific childhood <laughs> that you had. <laughs> one time I, I, I slept over at a friend's house and I came home and my apartment was empty. And my mom sold every piece of furniture was gone. And her and the guy she was getting high with were like, we're moving to California. And we drove to Logan Airport. She had a Datsun. I sat on, I sat on her lap, and we went to Logan. We actually first we stopped at a friend's house. One of my friends from elementary school, who like had some dough, whose yeah. parents had dough, and they, they scammed them for like plane ticket money, right? How did they scam them? So I don't quick? know. Uh-oh. They did it. They. I remember. I went in the basement. They had like a finished basement, and they were up in the living room present presenting their. You know, their their plight, their their story. Yeah, yeah. Next thing you know, we had tickets to California because we had family. Like I had distant relatives out there. So then we go to Logan, right from there, right from there, right from there. And then we pull up. The guy gets out to like he's like I'm gonna whatever he said he was gonna do, and we're sitting in the car in the breakdown lane, like the like the fire lane. And it was like taking forever. Then we went. In, my mom took me in to look for him, and he was gone. He just he stole took the money. the money, or whatever he did. Oh my! And then we came out, and the God. car was fucking gone. <gasps> what? Yeah. Did he steal the car too? Or did no, they it got, just it got it? towed. They towed. It got towed. Oh, oh my, my God. God! And then you go back home. You don't even have a couch to sit on. <laughs> Dude, pay phones too. She had to start using the payphone. We were uh, sitting in Logan all night on the payphone, dude. Like, wow. a guy handed me a $20 bill. I was like, wow, this is like... It's kind of amazing that she, no offense, didn't abandon you. She's doing this, having to bring a kid around oh, for I all know. this is, is wild. <laughs> Why? I mean, I would think that she'd <laughs> want funny. her brother to right. take you or the yeah, grandparents to yeah. take yeah. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, but yeah. you know, I, I also understand so, she loves you and yeah. So your grandparents hear all this, they come back. They come back. Then it was right after this somehow that like I don't know she got the fur- some of the furniture back. We went back in the apartment. Mm-hmm. Grandparents came back right after my uncle took me. Yeah, to, which was after yeah. the plant the Logan ordeal. And then my grandparents showed up at my aunt and uncle's house, and they didn't like that I wasn't unpacked yet. I had been there for several months, but all my stuff was still like. And my grandmother's like, I'm taking him back to, like, the house I grew up in. And were they saying they're going to be there now? It'll be better? Yeah, they were going to take custody. Oh, I see. And my aunt and uncle were pissed because they had this, like, other life outside of Worcester that was very, like, they already were, like, they took me to a school to, like, look at. And, like, they were were already planning my future. Probably would have worked out. I probably wouldn't have been a janitor if I stayed with them. I probably would have sure. been like a scholar. So I'm amazed. Like, in how terms did you of, feel when? It, so, yeah, yeah, I guess in terms of hierarchy, why did they have the power I over your uncle? I don't know. They got in a big fight over it. But my grandmother asked if I want. You know what she did? They used me. They, she goes, "Do you want to be back?" I was very tight knit with my friends oh, in the neighborhood, with your friends, your school. Do you want to leave your elementary school, Wauwekas? That was my school. And uh, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, that sounds, I love Wawika. So we went, we went back and then, and then. Uh, you went back, were they, they went back actually, to where your mom was? So you're all living together crazy. again? Actually, right before that, that my dad OD'd, right before that happened, he died. Right before that. Because I was living with my uncle. Yeah. And he was driving me to school in Worcester and we pulled into my grandparents' street. 
And I was like, what are we doing here? And we pulled in and my mom was there. I was like, I hadn't seen her in months. She's sitting on the couch. My grandparents are sitting there. And they're like, sit down. And they told me he, she, my mom goes, daddy's, daddy's gone to heaven. And my uncle goes, don't say it like that. He died of a fucking drug overdose. And I was like, uh, it was like tripping. It was like I was a bad trip. You know? They could have told you a lie at that age. They've yeah. lied about fucking everything else in your <laughs> life. They didn't need to be harsh right. in this one moment. Right? Yeah. yeah. Um, do you remember, like, how, how, how did it affect you? Because you saw your dad so intermittently. Yeah. Were you devastated? Was it just weird? Was it? Had you? What was the last time you saw That's him? That's what it was. It went into like I wanted to like grasp to every memory I had because I was uh-huh. like, oh my god, yeah. I didn't even know when the last time I saw him was. But like, I think one of the last times I saw him was uh, at his parents' house. You know, I remember actually. It was like I remember one of the last times it was when Aerosmith dropped "Living on the Edge" on mm-hmm. the Get a Grip album, and I was out in the street, and he was like an old Aerosmith head from like in the 70s yeah and he called me inside to see the video premiere because steven tyler was naked and it was a big deal <laughs> <laughs> that's the last time i remember seeing him actually <laughs> that's a nice one yeah that's it was a, a nice good memory, core memory. Yeah. yeah yeah so that was it so wow i i'm just fat i just i mean your life is wild it was wild it was but so okay so you're you're your dad's dead your grandparents now have custody. Yeah. Uh, and you're living with them and your mom again? You're all She's no, she's running around. She's running no, around. She's still chasing the dragon. The, the, your dad's overdose didn't really it wasn't like a thing for her where it shook her enough. That to pissed be like, me off. That's when I started to get real resentful at her because I was like when I needed seen... her the most, she stopped by to like tell me he died. Yeah. And then she was just like off and running in and out of you know all the halfway houses and detoxes and would she like it? Would she say like I'm so sorry that yeah. I'm this way? Yeah, or- yeah. Oh yeah, promises, letters. I have like all these letters she'd write from from rehabs and stuff, like handwritten. Mm. This is it. This is the last time, oh, and it just went on sad. for years. Yeah, yeah, it went on for years, and then uh, and my uncle resented that that they would let her like she'd come home, she'd stay with me and my grandparents for a month mm-hmm. and then she'd go off on a run. They didn't like that out. They were letting me just continually get exposed yeah, yeah, yeah. and ripped away, you know? Um, okay. So then, so then where does this go next? You're with your grandparents for a number of years. Yeah. Till like, she got sober when I was about going into high school, like really got sober. What like, do you think was the, made her change? Um, I don't know. She finally just like gave it up, kind of, yeah. for a while. Sure. She gave it. Up. I don't. I don't remember because that's when I was starting to like fuck around. You know, I was starting. I didn't do like heroin, but I was like, you know, becoming rebellious. Yeah. You know. And w- what was your form of rebellion? Were you like not paying attention in school, skipping pot? Yeah. Pot. The pot. A lot of pot. A lot of pot because I was scared of drinking because of their warnings. Yeah. Really, their their planting worked. It did work, and I started smoking weed, and I thought that was like, I was like, this is this is good, you know. Yeah. But then when I started drinking, it was like, oh, oh." 
Do you remember when you first started drinking, being like, "Oh, I'm doing the thing"? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. The first time I got high though was hilarious. Dude. Like I got, I got so high. I had smoked a couple times, but didn't get high. Yeah, I remember this, the first joint you know I, I mean? had was pretty weak. You didn't really know what was. One time I got so high because my grandmother was like devout Catholic, like scary Catholic. Yeah, and. uh I got so high, me and my friends snuck out of their house. We got so high that I was like, I bl- I blessed my friend with holy water when we got back. And like, I was like, we're going to rehab tomorrow. We'll go- Wait, well, yeah, so we you go- unironically <laughs> blessed him with holy water? Oh, like, yeah. I wasn't, it was real. I wasn't kidding. I was like, like, this fuck. is bad. We're like possessed right now. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a good way to make someone Catholic. I feel like if they, if they introduced more drugs into the beginning of religion, yeah. it would be easier to be like, "Oh yeah, I, yeah. I feel God." Yeah. What was yeah. your first time getting high? You know, I don't have a like a great memory of it. I I remember early on getting high. I didn't really. I don't think I even smoked weed until college mm-hmm. i didn't do any in high school so i i have a couple of memories of like getting really high in college for those first couple times but i don't remember the very specific first time mm-hmm. really and truly i think probably i had like a few times where i didn't feel that much of a thing i have a yeah. memory of one time being incredibly high early on in college where i wrote a paper so i wrote a paper <laughs> i wrote half of a paper it was, nice. and it was on my birthday and my birthday is 420. So I had a couple of friends be like, come over, come over, we'll celebrate, blah, blah. So I had like I was like three quarters of the way through this paper. And I went over to their house and got really, really high. And then I finished the paper after that, turned it in, and then I turned it in, and it was for a history class. And when we got the back, the history teacher said, see me. And I oh like I, I wish I had saved this paper because then I reread it in the cold light of day. And John Marco, he's like, he told me when he's telling me, he's like, he goes, yeah, the first half of this is great. It all makes sense. I don't really know what happened in the second half of this paper. And I reread it. It was so many questions. It was me asking so many questions oh, wow. for a history paper. It was me being like, but what does that? Like, like yeah. it would be, I remember there was a periods in the middle of words sometimes, but then like, but like artistically, like it was like, I was trying to like do something. poetry. Like I was e. like, Cummings all of a sudden. I really wish I had saved it because it was so funny to read back. And he let me redo it. I was like, that's very nice. nice. This is clearly the work of a crazy high person. <laughs> it would be um, amazing if he could tell if he was like, Hey, hey uh, is there a chance like halfway through for the first paper? Time? Yeah. <laughs> um, so so then you start doing pot. Yeah. And are you thinking about like, did you ever have anyone to talk to that was like outside of the family? Did you ever have a school counselor who could be like, hey, you've had a tough life? Did you know oh, you had a yeah. tough, tough fucking life? Yeah, I did. No, I went to therapy okay. as a kid. Yeah. And your grandparents got you there? Yeah. That's yeah. good. Yeah. I yeah. All I remember is playing um Chinese checkers. Remember that game? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. With the therapist. And uh but he, I did talk to him. I had an idea, you know, there was some there was some connection. Yeah, was there anger there on. at like yeah, and, and at, I imagine it'd be yeah. hard to exactly place on who. There's a lot of different oh, adults no. doing different kind of things, letting you down in different ways. Yeah. And then also like also you know, we're going to school with kids who have, I imagine, not as difficult of a thing and being like, right. fuck these people who have these nice, don't have to worry about, 
you know, who's going to take care? I don't know. So yeah, I no, it did. A lot it of wasn't, anger. and it wasn't as. This is early '90s. Not every the heroin thing wasn't big. Like oxycotton totally. hadn't come out yet. The yeah. whole world wasn't addicted to opiates. It yeah. was weird. Yeah, like I people Holy were like, shit. "What? You live with your fucking grandparent? Heroin? Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. it was like. Yeah. Would you tell your yeah. friends like at that? Were you like, yeah, my mom's doing uh, heroin? They knew. They just knew. Like it probably their parents told them. You know. Could you feel when you went to your friend's house for like a sleepover? Were they like? Hey, how's, yeah, how's yeah. everything? Oh, how's yeah. grandma? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I had friends say, like, they, yeah, I remember one time my parents got arrested, and, like, a friend was like, I saw your parents in the newspaper, and I was like, oh, my parents made the paper? Wow. Like, I oh. thought it was like, I thought they, it was got good. An, they got an award, oh. you know? <laughs> it was like, <laughs> they got arrested. <laughs> I don't that's know what award you're That's why they don't have time to see me. They're out doing good things. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Um so um yeah, the neighborhood was just like it was weird. I had a I had a family I was real close to, good friends. They kind of like took me in in a sense. Like yeah. I was real close with this family and uh but yeah, it felt weird. The kids would make fun of you. Like I had a kid, you know, tell me I saw your mom shooting up at friendly's in the bathroom. It's like, "What the fuck were you doing in the ba-? Yeah. You know what I mean? But like I was like so hurt, or like they call me a crack baby, you oh, know. Oh man, would Shit you like that. would you just like go away and cry? Would you fight him? Would you? Um, I would I would fight. Oh, this you know, depending on the kid, I would I would. If you could, if, if you were bigger, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. What would you do? Yeah. Like, would you would you sock him? Um, no, him? I'd probably talk shit back. Nobody really like. I guess nobody. There was only one kid I punched for calling me a crack baby. Because I wasn't a crack baby. I did heroin. My mom didn't smoke crack until I was yeah, you were a heroin in baby. my 20s. Sure. So, oh, my God. Yeah, so your yeah. mom relapsed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, sorry. This is no, I was, I was hopeful. I was like, I was like it sounds had, like it's going to stick this she time had like She had like a set of years, though. Like my high school year. Just to make me miserable in high my school. high school years. Okay. Oh, yeah? She came back just to fucking torture me. Because I was trying to have fun. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, she's like, the now police. Now we can finally do this together. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We have something to like, talk about. We have something fuck? to connect on, Mom. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but she was a shark. She knew yeah. everything else. Yeah, of course. And was she being like, she was like, don't yeah. do it. Yeah, yeah. Did she ever find like a little bit of pot? Oh, yeah. And she would, and would, would you Would you get in a fight? Would you be like, fuck yeah. you, Mom? Oh, yeah, I ran away. I ran away to Friendly's and I got arrested there. You got arrested at Friendly's? Yes. Well, why where, were you arrested where, there? Like, I, had, I broke a bunch of shit in my house, oh. threw shit at her. Oh, God. Because she was in my face, you know? And I was like, oh, you're going to... You left me for this many years. All of a sudden, you're my mom now. Mm -hmm. I was like, get the fuck out of here, you know? And I flipped out, like, broke a bunch of shit, left. And we went down to Friendly's, like, you know, we got high. Yeah. And the cop came in, like, looking for me. This is, like, later that night or something. Sure. And uh, he asked me if anyone had, you know seen James that's my first you know not Jimmy James and I said yeah I was like yeah we saw him he's went to you know Johnny Mac's house or whatever and then he pulled out a picture of me <laughs> and I was like ah and then he arrested me right there like paddy wagon but then all my friends were in the window at friendlies watching so part of me was scared but part of me was like <laughs> yeah that's right I'm a badass wow damn I felt like I had like I felt like I had arrived you know and that was, was that your first time, like, really in trouble with the law? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. And you weren't scared at all? You were like... I was scared, but I was also like, yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, just me getting thrown on a paddy wagon, you know? I felt like it was like the stage. It was like a perform. It was like, look at this. I'm a fucking rock star now, you know? Yeah. That's how I felt. Yeah. Because I always wanted to be a performer, you know? And I just... That was... That's the moment the theater bug bit me. <laughs> yeah. As the policeman threw me into the back of the paddy wagon. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Actually, the theater bug bit me earlier because I was in a third grade play before my dad died. Yeah. Which reminded me, and I was, it was a big deal. I was living with my uncle at the time, and I was like doing all the, I was like one of the main roles. And my parents weren't living with me, and they showed up at the play, and I, I walked them. I you, walked my parents. No, they just walked out. I saw them leave in the middle of my performance. And I was like, oh fuck, dude. Oh, my God. Was, yeah. Were you... I was bombing. What show was it? Are you were bombing? <laughs> no, no. I guess it was uh, It was called The Tiniest Heart. I don't know if the teacher wrote it. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. I was the king of hearts, though. It was cool. It was cool. I had all these kids. I had, like, 20 kids. And my uncle was... And my brother was the king of diamonds, and he was rich, and I was going to him to borrow money because I had all these kids. And you watched them walk... Yeah, I watched them walk out. It's uh, it's man, it's yeah. tough. Parents watching you perform, it is like tough. my my yeah. dad. It's still something in me when I perform and he sees it a okay, once a year, right. and he doesn't say anything after. Ooh. There's there is something in me that is triggered. Absolutely. Right. Oh yeah. And it's just like I'm in a bad place. Well, at least yeah. he stayed for Nothing? the whole performance. I mean. Yeah. Crazy. <laughs> I can't imagine it was that long of a performance for a third right? grade play. Yeah, it's, it's probably not a two act piece. <laughs> it's mid first song. Twenty minutes, you yeah. know. Oh man. Yeah. Okay, so so you you're you're now in trouble with the law. You mm. went to you went to jail for the night? Yeah. Yeah, they let me stay. They sent me to so like uh if you're a juvenile in Worcester, they wouldn't keep you in the holding cell. They'd send you to this little place called the Key Program. And it was just like a holding. It was like an apartment, and be like college people mm-hmm. that like work there. And it, it, it was it fun, in a weird way. In a weird way, yeah, because it, it was like co-ed, and like the boys sat on one couch and the girls sat on the other, and you kind of just make eyes. With, you know, you weren't supposed to interact with them really. Uh-huh. They would just put on like, I remember watching like Rush Hour. They put on Rush Hour and like feed you spaghettios, and you just hang out and you kind of make eyes. The girls on the other couch, yeah, uh-huh. and that's all I remember about it. I mean, I feel like it would be a good way to meet other people with <laughs> fucked up family <laughs> yeah. lives. Yeah, yeah, they, you, that's when they hear your story and be like, "Oh, they even came to the play." You yes, lucky exactly. son of a bitch. I felt like the fucking kid that like had you know. I felt like uh, they all had it way worse than me. Mm-hmm. That's what they had all been there before. I was the new Jack. So, so then take us to, uh, I guess leading up to when you became a janitor like how bad did did stuff get for you after yeah. did you graduate high school yeah by the skin of my teeth uh-huh. you know barely and w- do you do anything more than heroin i mean not heroin sorry more than weed did you get to heroin yeah. no i didn't do heroin i would do like all the party drugs and it, like ecstasy was big then and uh yeah Coke. coke when once I started doing coke that was like here we that was like the what year is this that ecstasy was was big um when I was in like mid high school I don't know I graduated I started high school in 98 and graduated in 2002 mm-hmm. so somewhere in between then yeah you know it was, it was ecstasy it was like a big it was big dude yeah, yeah everyone was doing it you know I stayed I was scared of it at first and then uh I, I just really I was like everyone's doing I would do 
and when I was drinking, I would take anything, you know. Sure. Some of this, some of that, you know. Yeah. And I would just go too far. I was always the last one standing, you know. The sun was up, and I've never done ecstasy. Me either. All I know from a kid is, again, they'd be like, "Don't have sex on ecstasy," because <laughs> yeah. it's so good. Regular sex suck. Yeah, and I hadn't right. had sex with anyone, and, right. and I, I was like, like right. "Good yeah. to know." Good. Yeah. To know. know, and that kid had never had regular sex. Yeah, no. he has no idea. Yeah, don't get a hand job in ecstasy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, I never did it just ecstasy alone. I never get that experience of like this is just the effects of ecstasy. You know, yeah, as long yeah. as I'm very intoxicated. So and so, where did all this? Where did all this lead? Did it, it led to I graduated, and then I I kept getting like in trouble. I kept getting arrested. You know, for like disorderly stuff. I yeah. was always the guy, like, the last, you know. What was the biggest thing you got in trouble for, like, the or the most you nights you spent in jail? Um, <laughs> well, I, I would try to resist arrest, so then that would turn into, you know. Would you run? Oh, I'd fight. I'd fight. So yeah, that, that'll yeah, do it. That'll do it. That'll get you more. You ever more. Punch, punch a cop? I try to. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was one of the ones that shook me out. I didn't remember it. They told me I did. I woke mm. up and woke up in the jail cell with the shakes, uh-huh. and I got taken to the ER in shackles, and I didn't even know why I was there yet. Oh I hadn't, my God, to go to the hospital in is, shackles. Is, in shackles. Yeah, into the e- the emergency room. Would they? Did they hook you to the bed? Like, did they cuff you to I, the bed? Cuff you to I, the bed. Probably. I don't remember. I remember sitting in there with the police officer though, and I was like, "Why am I here?" It was like the next day. Yeah. And he's like, huh, you want to know? Uh-huh. <laughs> and read off the list of charges. You know, every little trumped up charge, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, resistant arrest, disorderly conduct, assault, murder, you know. Assault, murder. <laughs> no, no, no. He, mur- he murdered three cops last <laughs> Assault, <day>. murder. <laughs> murder one. Um, and did, did you have get any time or was it all like... Uh, you know, community service probation. probation. I was on probation for like two years of high school, and then. And what does that mean? After. Do you have to check in yeah. with a probation officer? Yes. Drug tests. Yep. Were I'll you failing them? Uh, I failed one. I was pretty good. I was pretty shifty. We, you would bring in fake pee. I got caught for that. <gasps> tell me. Uh, tell me about. Was it, it someone else's like, pee? Yeah, one time because I was lazy. Because I used to flush. And this is before, like, the drug testing technology, I feel like, really took off in a few years even after this. Uh-huh. You know, early 2000s, it was like you could still, like, drink a ton of water, maybe some vinegar, whatever, and you'd be peeing, like, you'd just be flushing. Flushing, now, you mean that you, you flushed, flushed your system of the so drug? Much. And then now, now they'll be like, oh, you flushed. But back then, they wouldn't say anything. They'll be like, your pee is... Is your a brown pee. vinegar? Yeah, your, it's, pee, your, your pee would be good vinegar. on a salad. This is clearly <laughs> flushed pee. Yeah. Did you ever try to sneak in someone else's pee? I did one time, and I got caught. That was How a, did you do that? I'm trying to remember what I did, dude. I because I would. This was a week, maybe biweekly. No, two, every other. Yeah, I would go down to this drug testing place downtown Worcester, take the elevator, and I brought it somehow in my pants and a bottle, maybe. Yeah, just snuck it in with me. Whose pee was it? My friend Dan McNamara. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> What's up, Dan? If I needed uh, pee, would you give it to me? 
Um, yeah, but I don't really want to give it to you, but I would, you know. <laughs> he pees a little when he poops. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'd be like, is this is this poop pee? Because I'd like some pure pee. Would you make me go up and get it from you, or would you be willing to bring it down here Absolutely for a podcast recording? Absolutely not. No, you're coming to my door. You're yeah. coming up there to get it from me. I'm not bringing. Am a I pee. holding the cup? Yeah. No, <laughs> no, no. no. You're, I'm, I, you're gonna have to come get a home delivery for the, the, the pee. And do you remember how you got busted? Was he like, take a sip of that drink? Um, they go, it's cold. It was cold. They were oh. like, you gave a cold urine. I was like, oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> it's gonna be warm. Yeah, he he picks up. up your peacock and it's like a like frosted glass. You gotta heat up in the sink. <laughs> you gotta like heat the heat the little container. Oh my god! Yeah, I, I love just forgetting that part. Yeah, totally forgot. Did you keep it in the fridge before? They just know the body temp, you know. Oh. It's supposed to be hot. Yeah, it's supposed to be piping hot, like heroin and coke and a spoon. Yeah, you know that temp. But, uh, yeah, so that, I got caught, but then I had to, like, they gave me a chance to retake it, so I went. Really? Yeah. That feels like a, yeah. that feels like a, no, you're in trouble. Right. No, I guess they're like, well, let's just take the pee then. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That way, at least getting a sample from him. Sure. I think I went right to my probate, they were like, you gotta go to your probation officer right now, and I was like, in the courthouse, I went there, she goes, go back and take it again, so in between there, I just drank a ton of water. And, and, and then like, it worked? Yeah, it worked. God damn. I know. Wow. Isn't that crazy? My Did, PO would come to school, too, like like check in with me stuff, and I'd get called to the office. And, and so when did you finally? Yeah, well, yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. When let's, did let's it all? Yeah, nice, yeah, yeah, All right, all right. What a nice moment. Um, the, the performing okay, and, and kind of getting out of that. Yeah. Well, things uh, take a little while there. But, when you uh, became a janitor, were you sober at this point? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I got sober when I was just turned 19. Okay. And I, um, yeah, I got the job because I got, so I got sober and then I got someone pregnant and then I was like, uh, after the sobriety. Yeah. Well, cause there was nothing else to do. You know what I mean? Yeah. Sure. Like, so just, you know, switching seats on the Titanic. As uh-huh. I say. So I got my daughter's mother pregnant and I was like scrambling. I was like, uh Oh. You know, <laughs> Uh-oh. yeah, yeah. I remember my grandmother hung up the phone on me. It was like, she goes, "You have a real talent for trouble." She hung up on me, and I was like, "Oh, that hurt. that's that cut." It's real ballsy of yeah of these people who right? know your whole life story. Yeah, yeah. So I I got her pregnant, and then I had to scramble to get a job, and I was just like, someone was like, "You should take the custodian's exam." There's an exam. What does the exam entail? <clears throat> it's like. It's just pictures, circling pictures. <laughs> Honestly, it really is. Like, yeah. like, like. Here's I do a picture it. of I have a, What do you? Yeah. What do you use to right, clean I this have, up? Yeah, I have a whole thing about it. But like, a, what, there's like a window. How would you clean this window? Which tool would you use? And they got like a shovel, a mop, a lawnmower. <laughs> you know, and. A window. Wait, yeah. is it truly? That's like that, yeah. was, that was the hardest question there, on the test. There, there might have been some like I remember some lengthy like you know <laughs> situational things you know, 
fire. That's like you you I see a like, urinal. Do like you shit in it you just, or do you flush it? I feel like you describing this test. I just yeah. feel like I would be taking it, being like, "This is so rude." Like none yeah. of us. No, just no one, give us the job. Just give us the yeah. job. It's so mean. Like, whoa, like yeah. oh my god. Could but, both of us pass it now? Do yes. you think, based on your knowledge? Of Easily. This? Yeah. Yeah. You could you could get extra credit. You'd probably get above. I got a ninety eight, but. What did you get wrong? I don't know. The window. You, no. You're like, how do you clean up, throw up the screwdriver? <laughs> yeah, I don't know what's wrong. I um, rushed through it. I, I didn't check my answers. Is I want to talk, talk about being a, a, yeah. a janitor without, without any kind of judgment, but like, right. is this a kind of job that if you've had trouble in life or you, you only have a high school education that like yeah. offers... Is it a good job? Oh, yeah. A city job. It's school department. There's like 50 schools in Worcester and like it's all we're all in the same umbrella. And yeah, it's a city, you know, benefits, all that. Are shit. there a lot of janitors who more than other jobs who became sober, who had a, a drug yeah. problem? Oh, yeah. It's a very. Yeah. Or still do have drug problems. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. There's a lot of that. And uh you know, I did go back to school. I went to community college for like when my daughter was little, like the mm -hmm. first 10 years of her life. I went there. And did your daughter go to the school that you were working at? Later on, I, I transferred to the, one of the schools she was at when she was in fourth grade. Was that fun? Was that, yeah. was that cool? Yeah, that's where I am now still. Yeah. Yeah, I started at a high school at night, and that was tough because kids like thought you were in high school and they try to like. You know, start shit with you, or you ever punch a kid? I I almost <gasps> did. It was my first month on the job. A kid smacked a broom out of my hand, <gasps> and I was like, I still had that like, you know, yeah, yeah, I had that yeah, rage in me. But like, I I knew I needed the job, and someone luckily had given me a talk when I said like, it's your word against. <laughs> what was all. the talk? Don't, Don't punch a kid. <laughs> yeah, good thing I had that. Yeah, you know that's important. It's a tutorial. Yeah. It's it's in the. The, the seminar when you start. So high being a, high, uh, a janitor in high school w was worse. Yeah, you got to start as a night guy. It's tough in the city to get the daytime. Like I consider the janitor in elementary school like the pinnacle of janitorial work because mm -hmm. it's the quintessential janitor that you remember from when you're a kid. You're part of the community. The teachers all know you. The kids, kids like all know you. you. They're, they're not Yeah, judging. high school, not, you're yeah. part of the woodwork or they're just like, you know, yeah. you're a weirdo that's just in the background, you know? Yeah. yeah. So I, f I love doing it. Like, I've been there. I've been doing it. This is my 19th year on the job. What's, what's, what's like, like, do you feel... I saw that you are the guy who brings in, who rolls in the TV. Oh, yeah. When they're going to watch a video. <laughs> yeah. I mean... What 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 age group? So what do you say? So you said it's pre-K through six. Six. Yeah, wide range. And since this is the downside, yeah. What? Tell me uh, some of the harder aspects of being a janitor. Oh, it's dealing with like personality, like anywhere, like some teachers. You know, I get along. What's with like an annoying teacher? Like what do they what do they do? Just. Just always ask you, and you have to, like, they can't walk by you and say hi one time. Mm. Oh, they say, oh, I've been meaning to ask you, can you, you know, move yeah. this over there? Oh, yeah, you know, when you get a minute, can you fucking, you know, whatever it is, stupid yeah, shit, you know, sure, or fill yeah. up their trash. 
you know, way above, you know, put a, they'll put a fucking piece of furniture in the, a chair on top of like a pile of like lunches. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh man. Toppled over. Yeah. That's, that's stuff that, oh. <laughs> you dealing with more, more vomit or poop or what's, what's the worst part of the day that you, worst task? The worst task is definitely like, I, I almost poop than puke. Yeah. It actually depends on where it all lands. You know? Sure. Yeah. Uh, you know, you can have some tricky situations, but like with the puke, I have an absorbent that I'll just, it takes the, that the visual stuff you out put of on, it. That yeah. stuff you put on it. Yeah, you sprinkle the stuff on schools. it. Yeah. It's like a magic dust, you know? Yeah. yeah. With and poop, there's no like. You don't want to do that. There's no point. Really, but like puke, you just cover it and it's gone. The, the visual is gone. So you're yeah. no longer, now you're just dealing with this absorbent, Yeah, you know, mm -hmm. but poop is usually like, you know, you get the toilet seat. Yeah. Oh. It's sometimes it's on that and then it's under it and then it's, it's on the floor. Yeah. It's on the wall. Oh God. You know Who, what I mean? What's, what's messier, boys bathroom or girls bathroom? Girls is messier. Boys smell worse, but the girls is always messier. Always. That's fascinating. They make them the toilet paper is just they just go nuts with it. Toilet. Yeah, it's like confetti, you know. Um, and the girls in middle school like very, you know, they they the graffiti is unreal. Like just stories. Like I used to get stuck. I used to like forget how long I was in there because I'm like catching up on all the drama. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm yeah. like, oh my God, what did What would what what kind of things are they writing? Like gossip? Yeah. Like so and so. Yeah, suck this one's dick. <gasps> or yeah, shit like that. Or this bitch is a slut. And then oh my be like God. there's like arrows to like, no, you're the you know, and you're following the arrows and then now, you're like, Oh my god, Linda said that. You know Is this in marker? How's this marker pen? Do you ever have pencil? to paint over that or is yeah, yeah. You just oh okay. Yeah. But you I kind of let it. I you. let it ride for a little while. Yeah, you can't do it every day. <laughs> I, this is like the Library of Alexandria. You yeah. can't just yeah, yeah. paint over all of right. it. Yeah. It's, it needs to be documented. Ever I didn't know that really happened because uh, I don't remember. Yeah. I don't remember it happening in my school. Graffiti, uh, like graffiti. I remember like maybe like small things, but not like you know. It feels like very like a '90s TV show or something. Yeah. the boys don't get too involved. It's usually dicks. That's just it. Big just big dicks. Dick. That's it. Ever yeah. ever have to deal with a someone did a swastika? Oh. Uh yeah, maybe in the middle when I worked at the middle school, I've seen I've seen one probably. Do you have to report say just so you know there was a swastika? I painted it. I have graffiti remover actually. I would just I would just I hit it with the gel. Psh, it's gone. You know. You just hide it. You, did you tell the staff? He's like, I've covered uh, up. There He's comes like, no, to a I point. dozens of spots. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's a point where they're just like, you know. Um, when you're that age, it's hard. It's you, Sometimes you just do usually, the swastika just to like, just to be a punk. You do? Wow. Oh, I've seen them and they did. They're like, usually you could tell they're not, they were trying to do one. But it wasn't. Right. You know what I mean? You're oh, like, that's, that's so cute. <laughs> like a swastika, but two of the lines are the wrong way. Yeah. yeah. Maybe they weren't doing it. I don't know. But. Um, and do you think as your stand-up comedy takes off, like, is this a job? Are you looking to get out of this job? Yeah, I mean, eventually. The thing is, a lot of people are like, what are you going to do? Why, why don't you make the leap, you know? I mean, I've been, I didn't start stand-up till I was 32. Sure. You know, it was as my daughter got older, I was like, I was like, she was probably in fifth grade, maybe, mm -hmm. you know, and I was like, man, I always wanted to do it. Like I spoke at AA meetings 
and yeah. I get laughs. Is so truly is because like that's a there, there's there's been some TV shows where that's how it's portrayed. People really? figuring out their stand up comedians. Really, I'm dying up here on Showtime. Uh, so there's a comedian who realizes that's going to be his new open mic. Is I'm his dying AA up meetings. here. Which one? I feel like I watch all the. It, it was on Showtime show. for two seasons. Yeah. Was that the one? It was a the show, old it was, one. It was about yeah the 70s. Yeah, the yeah. Comedy yeah. Store in the I 70s. started that. I never finished it. No one uh, did. Yeah, uh, <laughs> except for me. I think I it was the only one. Really, uh, but. Is that really how you figured it out? It was a piece of it, you know. Yeah, it was like I always wanted to do something. Did you ever start getting too funny in the AA? And they're like, "Okay, buddy, this is you're like working out new material." <laughs> yeah, you, you can like, tell when somebody's like, "Yeah," or like, or stuff. You start to realize where you get a laugh, uh-huh. and then you start to realize where you. Bo- oh, I should have got a laugh here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I usually get a laugh when I say my mom fucked my sponsor. You know what I mean? And then. And Dear. it dies, it falls flat, and you're in a jail speaking to like. Did your mom you? fuck your sponsor? Yeah, <gasps> yeah, they had a kid. What? To today. Yeah. Oh wait, okay. Before That's, we go to the last thing, we just say that last. Yeah. Wait, you you had a? How old were you when you had the sponsor? Um, so sixteen before I got sober, sober. One of the times I got court ordered to AA, I was sixteen, and I got a sponsor. I got sober for a few months, and then they they started dating. And, then, and that's that's not allowed. Eh, I guess not. But I was happy because it was a distraction. Got her off my back. Sure. I was then, like, oh, cool. Then they had a kid. Yeah, not until, yeah, until I was, uh, yeah, when I grew 18. So I have a sister that's 18 years younger than Question. me. Question. Just before sister. we go on to the last segment. What, yeah. What's your relationship with your mom like now? I mean, I took her out yesterday for Mother's Day. Okay. But, like, I got... Friendlies? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got her. I got her a speedball, and a, you know, no. Um, is she sober? I I think so. It's it's gone so far to the point where I'm like, I don't even. She's pretty. So she's on methadone, so it's like that maintenance where they like. And methadone is that something? How do you take methadone? Usually, like a liquid. You go have to go to the clinic. Uh huh. In the morning, every day. And, and does it get you high at all, or it just takes care of the the craving of it it gets you a little i think you get a little buzz i think you get immune to it you know and then sometimes they up the dose it's a whole game that's a whole do you since you went through the whole process of of being an addict and getting sober do you feel more sympathy do you think you understand her more or do you feel frustrated why didn't you get better when i did um I was frustrated for years because she did this. She relapsed when my sister was little, and it was like watching a playback of like of your life. And mm-hmm. I was like, "How dare you fucking do this again?" Yeah, fucking idiot. And I was sober, but I was completely pissed for years. And yeah. she kept doing it with her, and I was just like, I just wanted her to die, pretty much, mm-hmm. in a sense. Sure. My dad, at least, I didn't have to fucking deal with this. Yeah. He yeah. just got it over with. She's just like dragging us through the mud for years. But there's a point of the sympathy too. Like, wow, you really must be fucked up if you can't. You know what I mean? There's something drastically wrong with you. And I kind of feel bad for you. You sure. know what I mean? Sure. Yeah. Um, well, that. Sorry. No. No, this is <laughs> no it's just poor. amazing yeah, yeah. that you're okay. Yeah. yeah I guess. You, you in therapy now? Um. Yeah. Yeah. Not. Yeah, 
Do you not still like, go to AA? Is that is eh, that I, not like uh you know? I guess I'm not even supposed to say I go to AA. Like sure, but I get yeah. I I stop and you know I. The rules around that are very confusing because. I know it is. It's weird, right? I don't yeah, know. yeah, yeah. They kind of like. I think they like to be like they don't want somebody to see someone talking about it and be like a bat like that guy. Yeah, sure. This is a fucking. I'm not going there. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I yeah. imagine too with that you're like there's a certain point where you're like okay well like. I feel pretty good about things. Like, I don't need to go as, yeah. you know, like, it, it would be, you know, a lot to just go just to go if you don't feel like it's, you sure. need it, you Yeah, know? some people hide that. It gets like, that becomes, I almost, that almost happened to me. That's why I didn't, part of the reason I don't think I started stand-up for the first 10 years of my sobriety or so, because I was wrapped up in that. That was like, well, this is my life. Now I'm going to the conferences and like, yeah, 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 meeting yeah, yeah, people. Yeah. And I was like, that was, it was almost... It's just strange. I mean, and I think there's there must be new organizations now, but you're just like, this is an organization that was started by one person, and it's known as the thing you go to if you have an addiction problem. Yeah. You go to AA. Right. And it's one unit, and there's like a weird – there's a religious element to it that not everyone's comfortable with. Mm. And it's just it's just like one thing. Yeah. I don't know. It's basically just they got principles and spiritual. You know, you kind of do what you want with it. They don't try to force anything. It's yeah. very like laid back. It was great. It worked for me, but like I'm just not consumed by it sure. anymore. You sure. know what I mean? I kind of still apply some of the, the things I learned, and you know, and, yeah. And I got to like you know open mic there for years, so I'm not mad at them. You know. <laughs> Are you really upfront with your daughter about like your drug past? Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. She knows. You know. What do you say? Do you do you do what your grandparents did with you to her? Do you say no, don't ever do? How not do you? At all. How do you try to like? Not at all. Do you worry that I she worry. has the genes? Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. But she. So I've always. I'm super laid back, Dad. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I don't give up. Like, do what you got to do because I don't want to. For I don't want to. Yeah. Be overbearing, and she like I always told her like, call me if you're gonna try something, whatever, and. It was to her see birthday. If, if you want some, gonna <laughs> <laughs> make sure it's the right temperature. <laughs> so she called me one time on her birthday last year. Her friend got on the phone and like, "Listen, we're gonna smoke weed," and you know, Annie wanted me to call to see if it was like to let you know. And I was like, "What are you fucking crazy? You're calling me." Like, she, I told her to do that, but I'm uh, like, "You are actually calling me." Yeah, you know what I mean. What am That's I supposed a- to say? What like, did you say? They were like, so? And I'm like, uh, you know, I don't know. Uh-huh. I'm doing yeah. it. Yeah. I, you know, I but didn't know what to sweet. say. that's sweet. I yeah. think that's really sweet that she called. She did. Yeah. I think that's, that's the yeah. thing all the yeah. parents fuck up. It's Absolutely. like the main thing, especially with drinking. It's just like, yeah. if you're drunk, tell me and I'll pick you up. Like, right. that's all a parent needs. I don't know. Exactly. Yeah. So that's how I want it to be. With. She's pretty open with me about stuff. She's, she's graduating high school this year. Wow. And, that's great. Yeah. So... I guess I did something right. But I graduated high school, too, so I guess it's not that impressive. It, it can still go downhill. <laughs> no guarantee. Uh, yeah. Let's right. go on to our next segment. This has got to stop. This has got to stop. Do you have something that needs to stop? Well, um, my mom doing drugs, I guess. No, I don't know. Oh, that's a fair one. That's a fair <laughs> one. Uh, uh, let, let's, I like to end with the guest. But, so do you have one you want to say, a specific uh, thing? Do you have one here? Uh what, you, you're looking at my notebook? I don't know. I'll, uh, I'll me, start. I'll up. start. It's, yeah. It can be anything specific, big, okay. broad. Uh, so I don't want this one to come off as too bitchy. Okay. Oh, my God. People, people, young comics, 
will sometimes, basically every day, at least 46 white comedians write me asking to go to coffee to pick my brain. Okay. And I want to be nice. I want to give time. I want to be a, a decent human being. Right. Uh-huh. Offer to buy a, a coffee. <laughs> Offer to buy a lunch. Because there's so many people asking. Mm. And not not because because there's just a lot of comedians, right? And they all want some like advice, and ultimately the advice. And I try to be you know give, but part of me is like it's it's different now from even five years ago. But the bottom line is, when you're asking someone for their time, and you're not like friends, 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 yeah, just offer to buy a coffee. Right. Offer to if you offer to buy lunch, that's so fantastic. I think that's the thing where people just go, "Can I pick your brain?" And it's like that. That's why this has got to stop. If you want to ask someone for time and you're not friends with them, you're not super close with them, offer to do something. Offer to say, let me bring you a thing. Let me, let me buy you a chai latte. Yeah. That's what I want specifically. Ooh. But if you really Ooh. want someone's time, if you want an hour of their time, you got to offer lunch. Because what happens to me is I don't want to say no, but I'm, I'm, I, I'm overwhelmed. Yeah. And then I, I spend hours figuring out a way to say no. And then I say yes anyway. And I do it anyway. So that's, that's my caveat is I do it anyway. But give me lunch. Yeah. 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 Uh, that's why <laughs> this has got to stop. Yeah. I agree. And also in general, enough with the comedians. We're done. <laughs> We're done. We, no one knows what to 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 advice. I feel like in that regard, Do you know a, what I mean? a lot of it. A lot of it. I I like talk to them, and then they go like, "Yeah, so I just have to keep working." I guess I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, yeah." yeah. And there's no there was no secret thing. No. Yeah, I know. I. Uh, you know, we both but, have won Comics Mohegan Sun competition, and sometimes, well, yeah. what's the advice? Win the competition. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. And That's then if you start. if you don't. Go back and try it again, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. If I, you go the third time, just give it up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. We, we won There's, that. Yeah, I know. That's, that's a gruel. That's a long. It goes on and on. And, and you on. live close to the casino. Yeah, I, for I you, say that, like oh. five rounds going up to Mohegan Sun oh, for free. What I did, I bought for the, for the finals. Yeah. Uh, it was me and two other people. You do 25 minutes, which to be fair, that's a, if you want to do a real competition, 25 minutes is a good amount of time. Oh yeah. It doesn't yeah. matter where you go in that, you know, if you're not if you don't got it, you're going to die after 10. That's what separates a lot of people at that round. And I bought a new suit before that competition Whoa. and it was expensive. Yeah. And then I had to go from that competition to something in Rhode Island. I had to take an Uber for like it was it was going to be a $175 Uber. <laughs> so I went God. to that competition going, "I have to win wow. this competition to get this money back." Wow. So I, I gave myself a little bit of extra fire, a little bit of Ooh. like, I got it. I need this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah. that's my advice, guys. Win. <laughs> yeah. If yeah. you can't. I'm with you. What's your this has got to stop? Oh, my! this is nothing new, but. Um, I, All right, dude, here's my other this has got to stop. Me One, this has got to stop. Because you know what? Sometimes I want to make a clip out of this not, fucking this has got to stop. It's not a brilliant. <laughs> the clip's going to start with you going like, well, this sucks. Okay, it's well, not I'm a just brilliant a dumb, idea, comedic idea, yeah. but. It does. I saw something the other day, and I was like, "What has to stop is we gotta stop losing fat people to skinny people, like <laughs> them changing. We something is lost in translation mm. always. They're never as interesting. Chris Pratt, Adele, all any anyone that you name that was yeah. fat, they're a little more. They're a little boring now. Like, and yeah, there, there's right. something that's like not quite there." And they, they seem like you're kind of worried about them. You're like, 
what's going on? You seem a little crazy. You seem a little off. You seem a little psycho. Like what's going on? And I just, it just, and I, and I'm not advocating that people stay fat, (laughs) but I am saying if you're known as fat, it just is not John Goodman. Think about how good John Goodman and how you see him in the Connors and you're like, can he act anymore? Can he even talk anymore? <laughs> like, it seems it's, so awkward. Yeah. It seems so weird. It's something's lost and, and, and we, we can't ever get it back and we all miss it. And and I'm wow. sorry, I'm not I, not to take anything away from you, but to take everything away from you. You're you, I don't know what to do with these people. Do you think the inverse works? <laughs> do you think... <laughs> Do you think if I if I put on a hundred pounds <laughs> mm-hmm. that I'd be funnier? Oh yeah. No, no, no. I don't know. I'm not saying I have no opinions on people going yeah. fat. I only have it on like, uh, and I'm again. It has nothing to do with how they look. It's actually just like, what am I? What's happening here? Like, I mean, yeah, Adele yeah. can still sing, sure, sure, but she doesn't seem it's as fun. Right. Mm-hmm. Maybe I don't know. I don't want to get the Adele fans in the comments, yeah. but certainly with John Goodman and Chris Pratt, I'm like, what happened, guys? What happened? Yeah, yeah. you were, you were, you know. And John Goodman's old, so maybe that. I don't know. It's just like there's something lost. Yeah, maybe John Goodman's doctor said you could either die of very interesting. But I don't man understand how that. <laughs> I don't understand how that impacts his acting. Like or his like, it just is awkward to watch him talk. It's just like, I don't know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it is. Even, and Chris Pratt, what happened? He was so funny. What happened? You know? Yeah, I imagine they just they're they're not hap- as happy. They're going to the gym, so they don't have any interesting stories. What's their story? Just, I went to the treadmill and it sucked. I don't know. Cool. I don't know. Do you know what you know what I'm saying? No, I yeah. totally know what you're saying. There's something post Malone kind of. He was never like but fat, I, but didn't he just get like wicked like super he? skinny? Post Malone. I mean, they all get that temptation. I okay. If you you okay you you get SNL, mm-hmm. you become movie star. Mm-hmm. You get a lot of money, mm-hmm. and there's some new pill. No, I'm dropping it all. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm saying. Would you ever? Do you do you think like that would ever be a uh, uh, something you'd want to like see? Uh yeah, maybe out of curiosity. Um, um, do but you worry you'd stop being funny? You no. start yelling on stage and people would be like, "Oh God, this <laughs> no, I don't." So that's why I don't know. Years. That's why I am curious because I'm like, what happened? Where like it's it's like not just about the weight. It's some sort of like some sort of personality thing that yeah. goes through that transition where it's less interesting to me or something happens. And I don't think it's just me. I think it's like pretty quantifiable. It feels like there's a veneer. There's something happens. I know a comic who who was big and then got small and then got big again. And we could we could talk to them. And say what happened. Yeah. What changed? Was he was he funny when he was skinny? I can't go into this. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, uh, do you ever just gotta stop? Yeah, it's kind of like off. It's it's random, but I thought of it like recently, like a week ago. Like um, I don't like. People like asking me for a massage, like, oh, like I'm. Is this happening? Why do people expect? Well, like, like my wife or my daughter. Oh. <laughs> I think you, know, you met random no, people. No, but like, why is that? Like, if you're a family member, you just expect. Can you just do my shoulders? And I'm like, I don't like doing it. I don't feel like I'm good at it. And I always, and then just, you know, and I'm, I don't like it. I fucking yeah. hate it. My hands get tired really fast. Okay. Yeah. And I just. I think that's the point, though, is that if your loved ones aren't going to do it, who are you going to ask? Who are you going to ask? Right. Pro- Go to a, li- light someone with a license for it. I get that. 
I'm more. I'm of like, always asking for um, my feet. Really, yeah. Nicole? Yeah, Nicole's just, giving you long foot massages. Not long, but like, uh, like just like you know, at the end of the day, you want just a little bit. Not every day, <laughs> you know. Wow. But sometimes. How long are these? Like, how long are we talking? We're talking two minutes on each foot. Like, they're short. That's pretty nice. That is. It nice. is nice. That's what I'm saying. Two I, minutes, some, your hands get. But that's why ooh. I'm like, I, you know. <sighs> I'm just putting them in her face, some you know, just being like, yeah. you know, like kind of like. That's what hey, my daughter does you know? too. I would have to really. Tova's giving me a foot massage on my birthday. Wow. Okay. Like we'll do a lot. I'm of, doing her uh, feet too. A lot of back scratching. You're doing her feet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And do you feel like you're skilled? Like you have like moves? No, no. You're just <laughs> like you know, just crushing them. You know, you're just like you know. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like it's great. I don't feel like. No offense to either of us. No, neither of us are great at it. You know. <laughs> It's like it is yeah. like when you go to a professional masseuse, yeah. you're like, wow, wow. They, they are strong. Right. You know, I got one in Hawaii, and it was like, yeah. it was a ninety minute massage, Ooh. and with feet, everything, whole body, wow. everything, a whole body. It was That's amazing. Nice. It really like ninety minutes is long. That is. Long. I just worry sometimes you fall asleep, and then you're like, what did I? What did I? Pick? What happened? Yeah. yeah. But no, I didn't. I nice. was. I, yeah. I made me be like, I need to do it more. I need to do it more here than I. I. Buy, buy buy your wife and your daughter like professional massages, and then they'll be like, "Your massages suck, Dad." Right. Yeah. And then that's the solution. Yeah. Right. That's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you hear that, Tova? No more massages. No. We're all in agreement here. Yeah. It would be funny if like <laughs> a fifth grader's like, "Give me a massage." You're like, "What? Are you to your fucking mind? <laughs> are you to your yeah. fucking mind?" <laughs> um, our final segment. You better count your blessings. You better count your blessing. This was a downside episode. I don't know if we'll ever top this one ever again. <laughs> uh, uh, it was so great. But uh, now is our time to say something we are we are thankful for. I'm trying to pull up the, the name of the thing. Uh, Russell, what what are you thankful for? I'm What's thankful going on here? for our friend Chris Caffaro. Got to see him this weekend in from L.A. He'll never hear this. But um, he it was so good to see him. And I saw him on Friday night and Saturday night. And uh, it was just, oh, I miss him so much, you know. Now that he's not here. Um, yeah, it was nice to see him. I, really I've nice. seen him so much, honestly. I think I probably see him as much as I did when he lived here. Mm, you think? I, I mean. You saw him out in L.A., I, I guess. I guess Uncle Function stuff, but yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It was just really nice to see him and, and uh, get some, some good time in with him. So yeah, thank you for good him. Time. Yeah. Did you well, like I that restaurant that we too. went to? Okay, yeah, you saw him a bunch. Uh, it was fine. Yeah, it, was, know, it wasn't was, the best food. No. Who picked it? Um, okay, so well, I didn't make no fucking promises to you. <laughs> At least I did something. <laughs> uh, we should throw in a blessing for Douglas's wedding, wedding party. Yes. Fantastic. What a great night that and it was. was. It was great. It was. Uh, he did it at a sauna on the uh, lower... <laughs> No, it was a beautiful venue. I know when he uh, comes in, though, his disgust stop is the AC breaking down. Oh, my God. Yeah, I, that was it was just so funny to to be like to oh man, you were you're just like because you kept thinking when I first walked in, you're like, well, maybe just this room. And then you went to that whole room. But I felt bad because you were like, it's it was such a. It, you really got over quickly. I did. I felt yeah, like I had a great time. I felt like ten minutes in, you're like, oh, it's Douglas just actually it is. will listen to this. I had great yeah. time. He also he had a, a delivery. Of uh, uh, Shake Shack oh at 11 p.m. Yeah, and I got to tell you, like that was just it was it was the perfect timing. I had Shake Shack the next day before the show. Took some home with me. Oh wow! In a little bag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Took a doggy bag. Nice. Uh, what? A, yeah, it was a great night. Great, so much fun. 
Great wedding. Great Can't drinks. wait for the next one, great Douglas. Music. Uh, I had such a great time. Uh, uh, I saw, we're going to have him on the podcast. Um, uh, he, Brian Ford. I was on his podcast called The Flaky Biscuit mm. coming out soon, but he is a world-class bread maker. And we went to this. It was called like oh. DoorDash Studios. I think like like cooks can go there to rent out their kit. Their, their... So we got a box of croissants Ooh. and fresh bread, and it was astounding. So Brian Ford, uh, check him out. The Artisan, Artisan Brian. And they have a bakery pop up like once every two weeks. It's very cool. Nice. And uh, you got a blessing for us? Uh, just any blessing, really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah just, I'm grateful that I don't have to like dress up for work. I thought about that. Mm. That's I could dress really kind of like I'm homeless, you know. And yeah. I, in like even stand up too, I don't have to dress. Like some people wear a suit, but yeah. I thought of that recently, like because I had to get ready for a show. And I left work, had to drive like three hours, and I had clothes in the car. And me getting ready for the show was taking my dickies off and putting jeans on. Yeah. And that's the extent of my dressing up. Yeah. I'm like, man, this yeah, is kind of yeah. nice that I don't have to. I pushed you know. myself recently. I, I landed somewhere and had to go straight to the show, and I fly like shit. I fly in sweatpants. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I was like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to wear sweatpants for the show. Whoa. I felt, I felt, <laughs> uh, I felt bad. Yeah, yeah that's, that's, <laughs> I, that's impressive. Yeah. Uh, that's, but I that's can't, the dream. Yeah. My dad dresses like shit. Yeah. And the dream is to dress a little bit better than that. But right. still, I want to wear more shorts on stage. Yeah. Oh. When I can finally wear shorts at the cellar and not feel guilty, that's yeah. when I will have made it. Amazing. Oh. Will you do the tank top too? I want to. Yeah. But I feel like you either got to be really fit yeah. Or look like shit. Right. And I'm right in the middle there. Oh, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, where can people find you, Jimmy Cash? Uh, JimmyCashComedy.com or TikTok, Instagram, all mm. that, you know. Should I make an Instagram account for, for no, Jerry Squeakfeld? No, get that fucking thing out of <laughs> here. Russell, where can people find you? At Russell J. Daniels. And you know what? As always, come see Titanic the Musical at the Daryl Roth Theater. I've had a lot of uh, Debbie Downsiders come through recently. It's been nice. And if you come June 13th, I will be there Wow! with our producer, Paige Asachika. It would be really cool. It would be very easy to kill If we sold you. out their first show in a long time. No, with we've been full selling of, out. Okay, with <laughs> full of Debbie Downsiders. It would be cool if after the show, more people in the audience came up to me than oh, yeah, the cast of Titanic. That would be great. Um, uh, and for me, find me everywhere at Gianmarco Cerezi. Lots of shows coming up. Headlining Los Angeles, November 25th, London, November, uh, no, fuck, fuck, September. Doesn't matter. Find me online. It's Lots not a of time dates. limit. We're not running down the clock here. You can get it right. <laughs> I just, I, I feel, I've, I always feel there's like a certain time in the podcast where I feel you going, all right. Yeah, I am. I'm like, let's fucking yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. Uh, hello. <laughs> Let me tell you, when we blow up, when we finally get ads, oh. I'm going to say, Russell, we're becoming Joe Rogan. We're going three hours. No, we're not. We're, we're going, cutting back when we get ads. Oh. We're going to an hour and boom, we're done. That's what I'm saying. That's why we don't need to have this dinner coming up yeah. soon. Have a real game plan strategy. See, we're on the same page. Um, uh, well, well, look, whether, listen, uh, God, I got to get better at this ending. Oh, yeah, oh, what are you planning oh I forgot out? this. Wait, hold up, hold up. For, remember this. Uh, for our Patreon subscribers, oh, do you know yeah. any street jokes? You know what a street joke is? Yeah, yeah, I remember you, you, So we're going to flash our patrons on the screen. We've been, we got a $25 patron 
uh, today. That's amazing. That's amazing. If you, if you like the show, you want to support it, you want extra bonus live episodes. Uh, once we hit 150 patrons, Russell and I are doing the, the New York Times questions to fall in love to. Mm-hmm. A lot of bonus content. My clean comedy special, The Rats Are In Me. Patreon.com slash downside. Do you, do you have a street joke that you, you know offhand? Um, Oh no, no! If I one pops hold mind, this up, yeah. You, let, let me tell one. This is right Jesus. out the book. Uh, 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 Russell, the judge says to a double homicide defendant, "Mr. Ravioli, you're charged with beating your wife to death with a hammer." <laughs> a voice at the back of the courtroom yells out, "You bastard!" The judge says, "You're also charged with beating your mother-in-law to death with a hammer." The voice in the back of the courtroom yells out, you motherfucker. The judge stops the proceedings and says to the guy in the back of the courtroom, sir, I can understand your anger and frustration at this crime, but no more outbursts from you or I'll charge you with your with contempt. Understand? The guy stands up and says, your honor, for 15 years, I've lived next door to this piece of shit. And every time I asked to borrow a hammer, he said he didn't have one. <laughs> That's the end of the joke. <laughs> this is the downside. <laughs> You're listening to the downside. The downside with John Marco Cerezi. <laughs>